Welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture podcast in the universe. You're talking about the Fight Podcast. I am your host, the Underground King, Serge Vicente. And today, yo, I know I say this all the time, man, but I'm excited. I'm excited about this episode because I told you we had something special lined up. I told you you guys are going to love this episode. And here it is on the menu for today. I have two incredible interviews for you guys. I am joined first and foremost by one of the greatest combat sports coaches in the world. Back for the third time, I am talking about Din Thomas. You know Din Thomas, you can find him everywhere from Dana White Contender Series, and you can also see him in the corner, cornering some of the best fighters in the world from American Top Team. Everybody from Tyron Woodley, you got Greg Hardy, and he and I got into a lot of different things from obviously his coaching, his little craziness that recently happened with Greg Hardy, and uh, and even we get into the BMF title and Jorge Masvidal. So I have that coming up for you guys. Also, on this episode, I am telling you, this one I was super excited about. I didn't think I was going to make it happen, but once I did, I realized, yo, one of the coolest dudes I've ever spoken to, cool as a fan, has one of the most entertaining IG profiles out there. I am talking about none other than Crime Faces. Crime Faces is pretty much he's done everything that World Star Hip Hop did. He flipped it on his head. He evolved it. And now he's the go to. He's the commentator for the community. I am talking about this dude has some of the most incredible fights. The funniest commentary you'll see. Um, you have to check it out. You can see some of the reposts and things I've done from him, his page on the fight podcast but crime faces ac from crime faces join me on today's podcast and you guys are going to love that conversation he has a podcast coming he's continually developing and does all kinds of uh, kinds of things that are coming out man so check it out before we get to both of these incredible interviews gotta give a shout out to the sponsor man gotta give a shout out to the plug and that is sage eats chicago sage eats is a healthy meal and fitness mentoring program here in chicago they offer healthy meals and fitness mentoring they cook and deliver the healthiest meals you can find drop them directly to your house in the chicagoland area if you are not in chicago that's cool don't trip they have something for you as well Sagey's offers now fitness mentoring as well as nutrition consulting. So if you need to get in shape and you don't want the headache of a trainer, yo, Sage Eats is here for you. So check Sage Eats out, sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 10% off your first three months, all right? And while I'm giving shameless plugs, gotta show love to myself, Check out thefightpodcast.com. Like I told you guys before, thank you for the communication. Check us out there. Communicate with me there. Check us out everywhere. Podcasts are available at The Fight Podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. We're here for you guys, bro. So check us out. Also, everywhere, um, social media platforms at The Fight Podcast. And then also follow me at Serge Vicente. All right, man. Now that we got all that out the way, let's go ahead and have some fun. Um, like I said before, back for the third time, I got the man, the myth, the legend, one of the greatest coaches in MMA history, one of the greatest fighters in MMA history, none other than the man, Den Thomas. Enjoy my combo. Yo, the man, the myth, the legend, Den Thomas. What it do, bro? What's up, man? How you feeling? Oh, uh, bro, been very well, man. How you been? I'm good, man. Can you hear me okay? I hear, I hear you just fine, man. I can't see you on here, but that's all to the good. 
man, how's everything been? Yeah, I'm bro? driving, so that might not look too good. <laughs> no, no, no. We can we can't have you out here bad, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. So first and foremost, welcome once again to the show, man. Third time, man. Yo, I appreciate you, man. How has everything been going for you, man? You you've been in the news recently, bro. I know. <laughs> I don't really like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like that. But I guess if I'm in the news, that I'm relevant at some level, um, whether it's good or bad. I'm, I guess I'm still relevant for whatever reason. But I don't know, man. You know, I've been around this game for over 20 years. So if I'm still in the news after 20 years, man, I got to appreciate that. Well, I mean, look, man, aside from this week, I'm not going to stunt. When I saw it, I was because I was watching a fight. And for people listening who don't know, it was the whole thing with inhaler gate and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not going to stunt. I think I would have pulled it the exact same way you did. Like, a word? That's cool. I don't sound right. But here, forget it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really, You know, it, it is what it is, man. I can't really talk about it, you know. But it is what it is, man. I understand. You know, I'm just, I'm just glad that, you know, um, you know, ben, put it this way. Ben Askren is my man. I love him to death. But I'm just glad that his fight, him losing again, now ain't nobody talking about Greg Hardy no more. <laughs> Yo, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and listen, and this weekend something crazy is going to happen, and nobody will be talking about Ben no more. Fact. So, like, that's always good that MMA is so, you know, uh, recency biased that, you know, whenever something happens one weekend, we just forget about what happened the weekend before. And, well, and, and not to mention, I mean, yo, you're connected to so many of the best athletes in the sport. I mean, not just yourself. I mean, the, the gym itself, you know? I mean, this weekend even, you guys have people. I mean, shit, Jorge's headline of the card, and you're connected from ATT there. So it's always some kind of connection. So, I mean, it is what it is. I understand. And it, like I said, the news cycle moves. Each and every yeah. week, there's something new and hot that people want to go ahead and talk about. Oh, yeah, man. And I'm just, I'm still, just like I said, man, I'm just still happy to be a part of it, man, because, you know, I, I remember when I was coming up, I, this is what I dreamed of. It's like <laughs> MMA being this big to have, you know, for to have jobs for everybody and people are working and people are making money doing this. So, and like, there is a news cycle talking about MMA because back then it wasn't. So I'm, I'm blessed. We're blessed for that. Absolutely, man. It's funny, man, being one of those people, you know, like yourself that I, I mean, I've been involved in the sport, obviously not to your level. But I, again, I paid attention since like 2000 I was in high school, like 2001, when I really started watching and training MMA. Right. So it, it's yeah. been damn, that's 19 years. Now I think about it. But still, it's been a minute. Right. We're paying attention and growing and evolving with the sport. And it was something like and I try to explain this to people all the time. And I know you remember this. In fact, I think I saw one of your 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 fights. First time I ever saw you fight was on one of those blockbuster videos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real. I yeah. Mean, that's the first time I think I ever saw you fight. It was one of the old you was. You know what? It, 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 it definitely was because it was against Matt Sarah and it was the. Uh, it was the Ultimate Fighter finale, and I was actually able to I watch that from a VHS. That's the first time I saw you compete. No kidding. Yeah. It's cr- I remember, like, I would go into, like, a, a blockbuster and then see myself on them videos and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, people, like, we don't, we don't, I guess, you know, this new generation, they don't understand uh, the access that they have to getting MMA nowadays, man. Like, it's, you know, it's on every weekend. It's on TV. You can Absolutely. YouTube fights. You can, you can get fight passed. You can see everything that you want. But back in the day, it was like you had to get a videotape of fights if you wanted to see them. Or like maybe you had a, a connect with somebody in Brazil where you could watch some old fights in Brazil. Right. But like nowadays, man, you, the access to getting MMA is crazy. Fam, you had to stay up at like 2 in the morning to watch, you know, uh, like K1. <laughs> yeah, 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 which was awesome. You know, K1, like it was, you know, it was three rounds, but the knockout ratio was like 80%. Dude, and, and that's how I, got, I learned, like, I found out who Andy Sauer and Ernesto Hust were because of that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's funny seeing how the sport itself has evolved. But just thinking about how it's evolved, fam, your gym right now. First of all, kudos to you, sir. Salute. 
to everything that you're doing down there, man, because you are involved in a part of some of the greatest fighters that we've ever seen. And honestly, and again, I'm just saying that because we're cool. Um, dude, you're becoming one of the, you, Mike Brown, are becoming some of the best coaches in the sport, man. Hey, my man, I, I lost you on like that whole thing, man. Can you <laughs> that question? I'm sorry. It's okay, man. I was just big up in you, bro. That's it. Uh, <laughs> it oh, was. Figures I missed that part, right? <laughs> like, say it again. Say it one more time for me. Everybody's been hating me for two weeks, and you big up and my phone cuts out. Crazy. <laughs> well, look. What I was saying is that in like you're right now. We have to consider you and Mike Brown two of the greatest coaches in the sport. And it's really dope to see. And like, really, I'm not just saying this because you're my boy, but watching it, seeing the champions that you're connected to, and even this, I'm going to keep it a thousand. I have been hard on Greg Hardy. I have crushed Greg Hardy. But when I was listening to Brendan Schaub and Brendan Schaub said, hey, I talked to Den Thomas and Den Thomas said he's a cool dude. Fam, I came on my show and said, hey, if Den says he's good, he's good in my book. Yeah. He's, he's cool, man, but I do want to address what you were saying about me and Mike Brown, and I think that um, as far as our coaching status and, and what we've accomplished, I think it, it just it's because of what we've been through and what we've done, and also, too, is the, you know, the opportunity that we do have to coach. You know, like, when you think about me and Mike Brown, we've been fighting for a long time, man. Like, we've been fighting since, you know, the 90s, you know. Yeah. Mike came up maybe a little bit after me, um, he was a little bit smaller coming up, so he didn't have the opportunities. Those maybe WC days. Yeah, so he was fighting WC while I was fighting in the UFC mm-hmm. until he got to the UFC. But um, but the thing is, man, like we've experienced that, so we know what it's like to be a fighter. So we have that unique perspective that a lot of these other coaches don't have. Right. So we've, we've been there before, and we've been doing this. And then also, too, is that you know, coaching is our full-time job. And I don't think a lot of people understand that, like, how, what that means you know like a lot of other coaches they have to run their school too right. we don't have to do that we don't run schools our, our job our full-time job is to make sure that these fighters get better so right. we have that luxury to to really put, put in the time with our guys you know so um yeah i, I and i think that's the, part of the reason why we've been successful Man, and shout and out some, to dan lambert yeah shout out to dan lambert for hooking that up for us but you know, and another thing with me and Mike Brown is that we have identical records. In really? You know, yeah, very different. We fought very different styles, but our records are identical. So that's you know, crazy. And, I, and I've always said it is that we we kicked enough ass to know what works and lost enough to know what doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's crazy like that. Hey, I mean, but. I, the, the cool thing is, though, man, and really watching it, right? And, and and I can see that because you guys, I mean, between the two of you, you guys have like 50 years of experience in, in MMA, which yeah, is we nuts. Um, but not only t- on top of that, man, you guys just added King Mo on that coaching staff, yeah, which is yeah. bananas. Because I don't think people understand. I mean, they saw the crown and all kind of other stuff, but... I remember King Mo sitting there, and I've had the opportunity to hang out with him. I'm sure he he doesn't remember, but I, I kicked it with him and his brother in Vegas one time, and I sat there and I watched him break down a kickboxing match for Glory, and I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, this, this dude knows what he's talking about, and that's kickboxing, you know? What I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, people don't understand the the knowledge that King Mo has. You know, they may see him as, like you said, you know, they see the crown, and you know, he's kind of brash sometimes, yeah. and he doesn't care what people think about him. And he's pretty, and he'll be vulgar if he wants, but in terms of knowledge, man, like, you can't sit in a room with him and not feel the presence of knowledge that he possesses. And not only just uh, kickbox MMA, I mean, he could break down boxing. He's like a boxing historian. Like, he could tell you boxers from, like, the 60s and 70s and break them down. Uh, Kickboxing, he could break that down. MMA wrestling, all that. The only thing he can't really do is break down jiu-jitsu. Like, that's something that he's never <laughs> been able to do. But in terms of, like, boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, MMA, and all those things, I mean, he is really extremely inform- uh, informative on that. And, like, I, it's always a pleasure to have him around 
because, you know, if I, if I need something, I'm like, hey, Mo, give me some insight on this. And he's great with that. That's nuts, man. Well, that's awesome. And again, it, I think it really does show um, just how all like it doesn't seem as if the coaches at ATT have ego. It seems like, like you said, you guys have taken your lumps. You've won fights. So when you look at it, it seems like, from the at least from the outside looking in, all of you guys have your egos in check because you can do certain things and and, and help coach at roof sport. You know, saying and go, you know, different places and have a different type of um, you know athletes come in, and you guys still have a great relationship and work with a lot of them. Um, w- would that be fair to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm but I gotta, but I, I have to be completely honest there. Uh, it wasn't always that way, my man. It wasn't. I mean, at one point, I mean, it was a lot of ego, man. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, there was a lot of ego, but um, like I said, but you got to Dan Lambert is an absolute, you know, saint and a genius, and you know, we, we figured out how to make it work. And part of making it work was we had to be honest with ourselves and go, wow, we we do have some egos going on here, mm-hmm. and we got to learn to work with each other. And I, and I think that once we realized how to work with each other better, and you know, give other people space and listen to each other and talk to each other and then recognize that, you know, for, as a coaching perspective, we are a team as coaches and it's and we need to do what we can to make the team better. And that's where we got better. Is it? And you've seen it, you know, the last three years have just been phenomenal for, for us as a coaching staff and a team. And I think that's what it was. And we just realized, that, hey, we got to we got to get ourselves in check and start listening to each other. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I could admit that. I mean, really, because there was, I remember when, for instance, in UFC 100, right? When uh-huh. Thiago Alves fought GSP for the title, it was like, yo, who's the best team out there? Is it ATT? Is it AKA? Is it TriStar? You know, that was like the conversation, right? And then it, I remember when the Black Zillions first came up, the, you didn't really hear about ATT as much anymore. And now it seems like with all the champions, you guys have and there is especially over the last three years I don't even think there's a question anymore I think ATT along with like City Kickboxing in, in Auckland New Zealand on top of the other ones I'm not I'm not shitting on the other ones yeah. but it seems yeah. like there is definitely like dude you guys have to have the most champions at this point in time oh yeah no doubt about it man I think that um, it's pretty clear like, but like I said we, we have the resources we are you know we we are the, the Yankees in terms of that man we have the resources <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good so comparison we, <laughs> yeah we got we I mean I'd be embarrassed if we wasn't you know what I'm saying exactly. you know if we weren't successful I'd be like yo what the hell are we doing you know we have to because it's our job and that's what we get paid to do is make these guys better and we're dealing with great athletes man the fighters you know they come in they, they do their job man so um we I continue we I think we'll continue this reign of terror for a while man it, it really is and I mean and it, it, I think it continues up with I mean first and foremost like you look at like the development of Yoana and Jacek yo the way she came out like she used to just it used to almost be strictly boxing even though we all know she's a kickboxing world champ and this <laughs> last fight granted she blasted her feet but the the way that she's moving and the way that she's developed she looks like a t- completely different beast amanda nunez i think we've talked about before is a completely different beast and even this weekend and i want to get your thoughts on the uh, the fight this weekend that young bad motherfucker championship with your boy jorge masidal fam how do you feel yeah. about that entire scenario and again we're talking about development that's somebody who's developed crazy well, you know, well, nah, and that's one thing I do. I have to say this, man. You know, if you've been in the in the gyms long enough, especially here in South Florida, everybody knew that Jorge was like the best dude. Like we all knew it, man. He just never really performed up to his ability. Okay. But everybody, everybody knew it. I mean, like he'd be in the, he'd he'd be like in practice, he'd box everybody up, he'd out wrestle everybody. Like he was always so good, man. And like then he would fight. And he would just kind of coast. He would just kind of chill yeah. out. So we would always be kind of like, man, what's going on with Horn? You know what I mean? But I think these last couple of, uh, you know, these last couple of fights, at least, he just really put it together and was like, word, I can make some money now. You know, so <laughs> I don't know if it's the money that motivated him or what it was that motivated him. But I'm just happy that he's finally getting his due. 
and that people are recognizing what he's capable of because we all knew what he was what he was capable of. Oh, dude, he's always been because the first time I saw Jorge was Bodog. That's the first time I saw. And I was like, yo, this dude is dope. And look, I'm a black and Puerto Rican kid. So any Latino dude, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, do that. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was hyped, especially Cuban. I'm like, Cuban, y'all like right across the street. Yeah, I rock with y'all all day. So like seeing yeah. that, and, and I, I, I've always kind of watched him from far from there to Bella's tour. And, and then again, he ended up becoming like the king of split decisions. It was just like. Losing on the losing end. Losing it. Right. And he was just taking these L's, and I'm, I mean, dude, even to the point that that Ross, not the Ross Pearson fight, the Ally Quinta fight, I'm like, damn, bro, like, what's going on? And after his, like, taking his little break and then playing in the in the forest for, like, a summer or whatever he did, <laughs> he, he seems like he came back, and he's been, in his own admission, he's been blessing fools. Yeah, yeah. Man. But, but, we knew, but he, we knew he was capable of that, man. We always, we've always known that. And he just wouldn't do it. Like you said, I was with, I was in Korea when he fought Ben Henderson. And like, I forgot about he, let that, yeah. Henderson, he let Ben Henderson steal that fight from him. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're so much better than this guy. Why you let this guy steal the fight from you? And, but, but now, man, like him, you know, beating up Darren Till and then, you know, knocking Ben Askren out. It's like, all right, this is the, this is the Jorge I know. He's on the rock, man. Okay, so I, I got to ask you this one, because this is just fun. I don't think this fight's ever going to happen, because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think this particular fighter wants any smoke. And I'm talking about Lucky Charms himself, the Irishman. Do you think that's any type of fight that Conor McGregor actually wants? And do you think he wants to fight with him or you, you, uh, Dustin Poirier? Do you think that's something that he actually wants? And can he beat any of those two guys anymore? Me personally, I'm going to be honest with you. I say no. I don't, I don't know, man. It's hard to say, but I do know that him taking all this time off and all the trouble he's been in doesn't help his case. You know, like, you know, the thing with, the thing with, you know, Connor is that, you know, you've never seen him truly duck anybody. And I do believe that he is a fighter and I do believe that he, he thinks he can win those fights, but I just think the time off his lifestyle, him, you know, he's, he's rich now, man. Like you, it's hard to be rich. Yeah, man, it's hard to, to stay motivated while you rich like that, you know, especially like in his, the way he lives, man, like he's always in trouble, always doing crazy stuff. I can't imagine he could come back and beat these animals. Now, I think that, you know, with this, you know, with this fight this weekend, Jorge and Nate, that's going to tell a lot. I mean, that's going to really put, put a lot of pressure on Connor as to what he wants to do. You know, he's talking about coming back in January or whatever, but I mean, who knows what he's going to do? But I think this fight should motivate him to, to make some decisions on what he really wants out of his career. Right. I can see that. I can see that, man. Um, keeping with the madness. Yo, fam, are they going to jump Kobe Covington at your gym? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. And that's, and that's what I'm talking about, man. Is it like... <laughs> You know, as as a team, man, we keep everything professional, man. We keep we up. keep all of our, you know, our personal emotions towards you know people aside, and we just you know we're all we think about the team before anything else, man. And that's like I said, you got to credit Dan Lambert for that, man, mm-hmm. for making that happen. Like Kobe can say what he wants, say what he wants, but when he comes into the gym, he's totally respectful to the gym. You know, he he, he can say what he wants, but when he gets in the gym. He just goes to work and people, if they don't like him and they just stay on the other side of the gym, but everybody works and, you know, and I don't, I don't ever see any problem with Colby in the gym, man. You know, he just, you know, I will say this though, Dustin hasn't been in yet. You know, but, but Jorge's been in the gym and Colby's been in the gym and it's not going to be a problem, man, because we know that that's not a good look for the team for that type of, that type of tension to happen while it's in the gym. So, man, it's just going to, it's a distraction for everybody. And we said, you know what, we can't have these distractions. We got championships to try to win Absolutely. and maintain. 
Absolutely. I, well, and that's respectable, man. I actually really honor that because um, it, I think it would definitely be easy to sit back and like just go out there and see like people allow that drama to have people love drama too much. I mean, you got people watching Desperate Housewives, so people want the drama. So you, I mean, it'll be easy to let stuff like that rock. Uh, but you guys haven't. And you guys have so many personalities at your space. But one thing I do want to talk about before I let you get out of here, man. And again, thank you so much for, for jumping on again, bro. Always a pleasure having you on here, man. My um, pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know what I'm saying? I say the, the third time's a charm, man. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yo, back to like, Greg Hardy. Yeah. Was, was in, people were talking trash and all of a sudden this dude is jumping into a fight with one of the most dangerous heavyweights in the world. A lot of people might not know about him, but Volkov is a bad dude. And he, I mean, former Bellator champ, former M1 champ, Greg is out here fighting against, I mean, this is a huge step up for him, man. What went into the, like, decision-making for that? Or was it just Greg being like, yo, I'm ready? He just, man, it was Greg's decision, man. Like, you know, I didn't even, like, I heard I heard that uh, the junior got hurt. You know, he had, he had gotten that staff infection. Oh, right. and that was a big bro. He had that staff infection, had to pull out. And gnarly. then um, it's funny, I like, because, you know, I do a radio show, and I'm, I'm doing my radio show, and I get a text message. It's Greg, and he's like, yo, man, I got news. And I'm thinking, like, oh, man, what now? You know? <laughs> I, said, I said, is it good or bad? And he goes, good. I say, I said, I'll call you in 30 minutes when I get off the show. And then I called him and he was like, yo, man, I'm going to fight Volkov. I'm like, word? He's like, yeah, you know, nobody would take it. And I want to do this. I want to take this fight. And I'm like, that's great, man. Because, and I think it's such a good look for him because like, you know, everybody was on his, on his case saying that, you know, he's fighting, you know, bums, blah, 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 blah. And First off, I don't like to think of it that way because it's disrespectful to his opponents that work hard. Yo, Juan Adams is a monster. Yeah, and Juan Adams, and this Ben Sassoli was a tough cookie, man, no doubt about that. And we knew that going in. So, you know, Greg takes this fight, and I'm just like, man, this is great for him because, you know, the thing is, like, Greg don't have a lot of experience. Like, three years ago, Greg did not, he didn't even know how to pummel. Like, like, I don't know if you, how much, you know, fighting, he didn't know how to pummel. He didn't know how to throw a punch. He didn't know anything. So, like, three years, and everybody's like, oh, he's fighting bums. I'm like, how, what, do you, who, what do you expect for a guy who's, you know, but he, I mean, he got to the UFC in two years. You Man, know what I'm saying? I trained and a lot fought. longer than two years. I ain't making nowhere near the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's, that's my point. It's like, what other sport can you make it to the top in two years? Like, he did it, you know, and, and he's been successful. So, Yes, this is definitely a big step up for him, but he wanted this. But and and for me, I'm still thinking, man, you know, take your time, man. Like all these other guys had the opportunity to to build themselves up. Like, how many fights does Volkov have? I mean, this guy's probably got thirty fights. Volkov is you know, thirty. I think he's thirty-one in like seven or something like that. Yeah, he's got almost forty fights. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah. He's got the opportunity to go to get out in front of a crowd, make mistakes. See what works for him. You know, Greg hasn't had that, man. Like, his, you know, he's had some amateur fights in which he knocked guys out in, in seconds. Then he's had some UFC fights where he's made some mistakes. And, you know, but he hasn't had an opportunity to really grow in front of an audience. And he's to, and he wanted this man. I just jump in to fight Volkov on three weeks' notice. And he did. No, I mean, and I think, do you believe that that, like, that pro-athlete football player um, tenacity in competitive drive is kind of what pushed him to that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that that's also what helped me coach him as uh, an athlete was that I have to talk to him like a football player sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um and and I didn't and I'm not a football coach. Like I played like Pop Warner, you know. So like I didn't even, I don't even know how it works. But um, luckily I have uh, Daniel Jolly, who was who fought the UFC, but he was also a football player. He played at the University of Colorado, and he was a, a stud football player in high school in Texas. And he, him and Greg get along. He's actually going to Russia with Greg, but they get along because of their backgrounds of being of playing football. Right. And. And he, he he helped me to coach Greg in terms of how to talk to him. And one thing he said to me was that, like, you know, when you're dealing with a guy like Greg, like, since he was five years old, 
he's always been the go-to guy on the team. And it was like, you know, when the coach says, man, we need to get the ball back. Greg, do something. Mm-hmm. No problem, coach, I got it. And that's just the mentality that Greg has since he was five years old. Greg, we need you to get the quarterback. No problem, coach, I got it. So when they asked, so when this opportunity came to him, it was, man, we need somebody to fight. Coach, I got it. That's the way Greg thinks. Man, um, do, does that make it, I mean, as a coach, that has to kind of be a dream to have somebody that big, that athletic, and it's it almost damn near has to be like playing a video game. Like, do this, yeah. go get and he does it. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, in terms of... Uh, in terms of that and, and his coachability, it's, it's very much like that. Like, he's one of the easiest guys in the gym to coach because of that reason. Like I said, he's used to listening to coaches. In fact, like, I don't think he – in fact, like, he, I don't coach him enough, to be honest wow. with you. Like, when you deal with MMA guys, MMA guys are so resistant towards stuff. They kind of, like, want to do their own thing, and they, you know, they just want a coach to – tell them what they want to hear like to ask any coach and they'll they'll, you know vouch for me like a lot of fighters are like that they just want somebody to just make them feel good about their decision of being a fighter you know (laughs) (laughs) greg different man like he's used to being coached and sometimes like we'll you know we'll study film and he'll be like and we'll just we'll like watch around and he'll be like man we just watched that round i don't really you know I didn't know what I was looking at. We need to go back and do it again. You know, and like, tell me what I should have done in this situation right here. Tell me what I should have, because he's used to breaking that stuff down in football, like play by play, every little detail. And that's how I had to learn how to coach him was to go and, and work from like the smallest details to make him understand what's going on, which is part of the reason why within three years he's at the position he's in now. That's all, and and I'll give and I'll give you you as a coaching staff and everybody credit and Greg himself because the fact that he's actually as a heavyweight, this is his fifth fight this year. That doesn't happen. That's never happened in UFC. So the fact that he's doing that and there has been legitimate jumps in his skill set each one of those fights. So I I gotta give him uh, some some praise for that. Yeah, man, he's doing great, man. He's like I said, he picks it up fast. And again, like when I just tell him what to do, I trust him because, like I said, like that's the way he operates. He's not the type of guy he, you know, you're yelling stuff at him, and he's like, "Oh, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I don't like doing that, coach." Like he, he, he definitely listens and tries to make it work. That's what's up, man. Well, check it out, man. Before we get you out of here, really quick, yo, for yourself, acting, comedy, improv, how's it going? Oh, man, it's great, man. I'm just, uh, like, I've been on the road so much with, like, a lot of fighting stuff, so I've been out for about a month or two. You know, I was actually traveling with Dana and all that other crazy right, stuff, but right. now I'm, I'm back in the groove, back in the grind. Um, you know, i got a, an improv show coming up in two weeks, so, yeah, I'm just... Uh, you know, doing my thing, always trying to improve on me as a human being. That's what's up, man. Um, any anything that anybody can catch you doing, like, can they catch you on like YouTube doing improv or comedy or anything like that? Um, yeah, the thing with improv is it like it doesn't it doesn't look good on on uh, on YouTube, like because it it's not. it's never filmed properly. You know, where, where are you based out of? I'm Chicago, man. And actually, I actually, I've taken uh, classes at Second City. I've taken classes at I.O. Yeah, yeah. I've actually been to a show. I went I went to Will Brooks' wedding in Chicago. Okay. And right after the wedding, I snuck out and went to a, a show at I.O. Um, and watched, uh, I think it was I.O., but I watched um, Shakespeare Improv, yes, which bro. was phenomenal. Incredible. One yeah, of, like, man, you, these guys are next level. Dude, it's it's nuts, man. I actually know a lot of the guys that do that. Yo, they are, for those listening, and if you're anywhere ever in Chicago, you got to check out Improv Shakespeare. It's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. So these guys are these guys are just absolutely terrific. But um but yeah, so you know, like but it's Improv doesn't look good the if they film it like that. So I mean, you know, it's kind of something that you have to see live because again, like it's it's made up on the spot. You'll never see it again. It's never been done before. And you'll never see so like, you know, that's how I operate, man. Like my stuff is like I do it once and that's it. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. When I'm not doing it once, it's gone. Wait till the next show, we'll do something new for you. That's but what's if, up. You ever, if you're ever in West Palm Beach, come down to Bob Carter's actors rep, man. I'm I perform monthly there. 
That's what's up, man. Well, look, I am definitely going to try to do that. Like I said, I, I got to get down to Florida. Look, I would love to train with you one of these days, man, and work out with you. Um, maybe next time you're in Milwaukee, I can head up there because that's only like an hour drive up here. Um, but we got to get up, man. Um, always a pleasure. Anything else, like I said, in, in closing, bro, again, I've taken up way too much of your time. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Um, in, 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 in closing, man, anything, like I said, you want a pub and... Uh, and let me let me get some fight picks for the weekend and, and some fighters that we need to look out for. Um, well, let's see here. In terms of, I'll start with fight picks for the weekend. Obviously, I'm going with Masvidal. You know, uh, how does he get he, it done? But I think Masvidal. I think Masvidal can stop him. You know, in five rounds, I think Masvidal is good enough to stop him, put him away. Uh, it's not going to be easy to put him away, but I think it, I think he makes it look easy because Masvidal is so good. But I think Masvidal puts him away. Um, who's the, uh, I think, uh, you know, yeah, here's the, the thing. The co-main co is uh, Kelvin and um, Till. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a bad fight for Till. I think Kelvin, I think Kelvin stops him as well. I think Kelvin's going to be a little bit too much for him at this point. I think, I think it was, I think Till should have went to 185 and fought somebody a little less durable. You know, right. Kelvin's going to be a little too durable for him, I think. Um, I also got, I think Luke is a dog, an underdog, but I think Luke puts it on Wonderboy. Man, I think Wonderboy has lost a step. And, you know, with a style like his, he's getting older. I think he lost a step. I could be totally wrong about all these, but this is just what I'm thinking. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> Lewis, um, I'm, I'm not sure on that, but I haven't, I don't have no picks on the Derek Lewis fight, but I think it's going to be, you know, when you watch Derek Lewis, like, it's always something always funny happens and it's always a good time. So, Definitely just watch that to be entertained. Oh, hey, hey, at the very least, he gets a W. He's going to talk about his hot balls. So either way, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, in terms of fighters to look out for, I'm, I'm actually going to be uh, in Thackerville, Oklahoma next week with uh, Jordan Young, who's okay. a great fighter in his own right. So, you know, be on the lookout for Jordan Young. He's a tough cat, and I'm also, I also – work a lot with Johnny Eblen. He's undefeated in Bellator. Both of those guys are undefeated in Bellator. Awesome. And then I have a girl, yeah, I have a girl coming up, Kayla Rocco, who's um, she's undefeated right now as well as a pro. Just had one fight, but undefeated nonetheless. But she's on to come up, and I'm really doing a lot of work with her, and I expect big things from her in the future. Dude, that's what's up. Yo, you guys have so many awesome... Dude, Kayla, I forgot Kayla Harris is all, 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 over there too. Yeah, Kayla Harrison is there too. Like, Kayla Rocco is Kayla Harrison's roommate. So, like, wow. that's... And and yeah, so like they're they're like a team, they're like a duo. They 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 kick ass together. So, <laughs> well, that's what's up, man. Look, we got, I, we got a squad. Oh, dude, and a half, bro. <laughs> well, look, man. As always, thank you so much for joining me, man. I always appreciate your time. Like I said, man, looking forward to doing this again soon. And good luck with everything you got coming up, bro. All right, my man. Thanks for having me, man. We'll talk soon. Absolutely, brother. You have a good one. Too, man. Peace. Peace out. Braca. All right, man. There it is. That was my convo with Din Thomas. I hope you guys enjoy that. Like I said, man, good dude. And man, I'm not going to stunt. I kind of felt like Ariel Hawani for a second. I did. Um, the fact that my mans was out here talking a good one, my mans was out here building and he was telling me about everything was going on with jorge masvidal behind the scenes of greg hardy and everything else man gotta love it man den thomas is a great dude um always a lot of fun friend of the show and uh i'm happy that he came on um remember sage eats healthy meals fitness mentoring check them out today sageeatschicago.com promo code fight 10% off your first three months. Check them out on IG also, as well as Facebook at Sage Each Chicago. If you are not in Chicago, they still have you back. And if they still have your back, man, they get they offer fitness mentoring as well as nutrition consulting. So check out Sage Eats when you can. All right, man, moving right along. This combo, I could not wait to have. I could not wait to share this with you guys. None other than the illustrious Crime Faces is coming on the podcast, man. We talked about fights. We talked about his background. We talked about his up-and-coming podcast. So, with all that being said, without further ado, enjoy my conversation with AC from Crime Faces. 
Yo, yo, what's going on, man? Joining me on the Fight Podcast today, we got AC, we got Crime Faces. Brother, how you doing today, man? What's up, man? I'm good. What's happening, Sergio? Oh, dude, yo, first and foremost, fam, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate your time, man. Yeah, nah, no problem, man. We've been trying to do this for a couple of days now. And just uh, the scheduling jammed us both up, but we made it happen. Absolutely, bro. Yo, fam, you have... I'm be honest with you. It, you you have my favorite my favorite page on IG, bro. Like nah. w- one of my dudes put me on not too long ago, and uh, yo, you are like the evolution of world star hip hop. You are like the order of the hood, man. Like yo, what made you get this cracking? <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for your kind words. Um, yo, I just. It, 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 what happened was I started doing it because I'm like a, a big reader and I do like I read about true crime and stuff like that and um, I started just a page about crime and you know just writing formally and stuff you know whatever absolutely but it, it got boring and like I'm a world star guy I'm a fight guy I like action I'm in the mix of things so a lot of people around me were like yo you're mad funny bro why don't you just let loose just fuck around and uh, my bad with the cursor. Just mess around. Let let it fly, man. All uh, all, all the, the, the f I do it, I, I do it all the time. It's all good. Oh, all right, all right, yeah. So just me- mess around. And then I've been watching World Star forever, and it got a little stagnant. It's a little, you know, it's the same old, same old. So That's I real. just. I started looking at five videos. I said, yo, let me just mess around. I turned the volume off and I just talk shit, the same shit I've been talking for 30 years. And that's, <laughs> you know, like so, some of the some of the jokes you hear me saying in, in those in those um, videos, I've been saying since 1999. You know what I'm saying? Dog, like, yo, just, you got me and my homie saying bonsai. Every, bonsai, time, yo, yeah. every time I see somebody get cracked, I'm over here watching fights with the homie. Somebody gets cracked. I'm like, bonsai. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yeah. Bonsai, yo, bonsai was something. Like I said, yo, the people that know me from back in the day, they always knew I do bonsai. Even if we were playing football in the street, you throw a long bomb to somebody, bonsai, throw it playing Madden or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just, I always said bonsai. Somebody got knocked out. Bonsai, he got knocked. It just fits. Oh, you know dude, it's perfect. And it's funny, man, because it's like it really is one of those words that when you hear it, yo, it, it, it fits perfect, man. It fits perfect in it. And, uh, uh, and man, the commentary is hilarious. Now, yo, where do you get your video? Like, are you finding these? Are you just looking through and it just pops up, or do people send these to you? Nah, what happened at first is I was searching them myself, and you know, you gotta find the video that's that works. Like, you could come up with the commentary for it. Some of the videos you can't come up with anything. You know what I mean? It don't flow. So then I was searching myself. I probably did five to ten of them, put them out, and then all of a sudden they just started bombing to my DMs. I don't even gotta look. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to look anymore, bro. They come flying in my every day, every morning. There's fifty. 60 of all the latest fight videos or just crazy videos. I got them all now. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure, man. And yo, it's like, and you already know, everybody pulls their phone out, man. So I'm assuming, man, you, you just got them joints. Like everyone sliding into your DMs. Yeah. Well, I got, you know what it is? I got a, over time, there was like a lot of dudes that were rocking with me from the very beginning. So I got like 10, 20 dudes that are like my IG. That's my crew on IG. Nice, and nice. they they hit me and they, they you know, they, they like they like the same shit I like. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, yo, look at this shit. Look at dude got dropped. Ah. So, you know, they, they're sending me all the fight videos. Yeah, they got good, you know, some guys got good taste, you know. They oh, send absolutely. me gold. And, you know, it, it cracks me up, man, because it's like, so check it out. Like, I'm from Chicago, right? Uh, born and raised in the city over here. And, right. yo, you're, it, it, it's funny listening to you because uh, I'm assuming New York, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. single day of my life. There we yeah. go, man. There we go. And it's like the only other city I respect. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, boy. Man, but you know what I'm saying? Like, when I sit here and I'm listening to you, man, it, just, it feels like I'm listening to one of my homies break down the fights, man. So it's like, so I want to ask you this. Um, you legitimately have, and it's funny how you break down, but you can tell you know your shit when it comes to fights. Um, even, like I said, this past week, and I posted it on my page for anybody listening, uh, 
check out the fight podcast and absolutely check out crime faces uh, but uh I, I post i reposted one of your posts when you hit when my man's got the super left stretch when i heard you say it i'm like yo this uh, this my man's knows what he's talking about <laughs> yeah no I, I yo look i'm a fan like everybody else bro I, I i'm a fan you know i studied all the martial not not that i'm john claude van damme but i you know like every man <laughs> has done we studied martial arts since we were young you know what i mean and Thanks. then once youtube started coming out all the movies is coming out i watched them all so i right. know you know i'm well versed in, in fighting you know what i mean i'm so like the sula web stretch and this certain moves that i know i don't know more i'm not joe rogan you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, I don't know more but yo it's just real fascinating the fight game is just fascinating the techniques are awesome you know and and i just i like fighting i like fight but i like professional fighting i i the the, the stuff in the street you know some of that stuff is overboard and some of it is not necessary but i think when you're uh um a professional fighter or you just you know you nice with yours you know right, what i'm saying right, you ain't out you ain't out there causing those problems no nah, no nah, you you get you there's yeah, there's a yeah. different type of zen that you keep with you man because uh yeah. You're an ender. Exactly. You're an ender. And one thing I, I told dudes a long time ago, because I, I used to train, I used to compete and everything, and uh, everybody's like, yo, Serge, you super chill. I'm like, yo, if I get into it, the best way I can explain it, it's like, yo, we playing the video games and I got the cheat codes. Why am I going to go over there and put the yammers on this dude? You know? So, exactly. I mean, yeah. And it's, cor- and it's corny. And it's corny, corny because you know, you, you know you're nice. So if you got a dude that's talking stupid shit to you, chances are... If you're not in a uh, uh, an environment where there's mad fighters, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. you're just in a regular spot, chances are he's just a novice, regular, everyday fighter. <laughs> you you know what you know. You know you're gonna put it on him, and it's like it's almost like a a, a grown man beating up a ten year old boy. You know what Facts. I'm saying? It's oh, corny. Absolutely. It's corny. Yo, and then the last thing you want to do is get clipped by one of them dudes who don't know actually what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? So check out. So again, you a fight fan and stuff. Um, this weekend, your hometown, man, in the Mecca, you got UFC 244, man. Are you you going to pay attention, man? How you feeling about this event? The BMF yeah. title. Yeah, they, 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 they were calling. Remember, they were calling it off. There was a rumor. It was called off. Everybody was flipping out. But they put it, the, the fights back on. And um, it's a big fight. I mean, that dude's a, the dude Nate Diaz is fighting. Oh, you know, Masvidal. Yeah. Yo, I can't pronounce his name, but I know that, <laughs> that, dude, that dude is serious. But we all, you know what I mean? We all know what Nate Diaz is about. He's a professional. But um, I got a lot of people going there. I'm actually not going to be at the fight. I was okay. trying to get in there, but it didn't work out at the last minute. I had something else I got to get into. But um, a lot of people I know are going there. It's going to be a huge fight. Uh, that's the beauty of UFC. You can't say who's going to win because it's two guys that are both tougher than everybody else. Facts. So it's it's, it's whoever gets that off. You know what right. I mean? It's whoever right. gets... So to, to, to analyze it, you it's hard to analyze these fights because... They're both well-trained, well-skilled fighters. So you could break it down whatever mm-hmm. you want. This guy is strong at this. Nate Diaz striking. This guy's wrestling. But, yo, it's hard to make a prediction. Especially because you, you don't got know two how. dogs. Yeah, you got two dogs. You don't know what's going to fly. You got to just sit back, let it rock, and then commentated afterwards. <laughs> you know what I'm Absolutely, saying? man. So let me ask you this, man. Um, in, in just all the combat sports right now, boxing, MMA, yo, when this fighter comes on, that's the guy you, who is it for you? Who is it that like, yo, I got to see this dude no matter what? Um, I'm a big, big boxing fan. The sweet yo. sign. Yeah, I'm a big, yeah. big boxing because remember boxing was first you know what true. I mean? Bo- very true first. Boxing, boxing was around since I was a kid so I'm a boxing fan I like the I like the Canelos I like you know I, I even like um, Andy Andy Ruiz yo Andy Ruiz man yo, yo you got you got Ruiz in the rematch of course he lost weight now he got the fat guy hand speed I talked about that on the page he got the fat guy you see a fat guy you think he ain't got hands this dude got hands so you know I, I'm a boxing guy 
But um, as far as you know, the UFC and and, and the Bellator, yo, there's a lot of dudes, man. I do. I like. I like. I like Patchy. I like Patchy. Yeah, yo, he's a, it's the human backpack. He got his own style, bro. Patchy <laughs> mix. Yeah. Yo, my man's is nasty with it, man. What thirteen and no, thirteen finishes. Yeah. I hear choking the life out of fools. Yo, that's a hard dude to fight, man, because you know he's just trying to get behind you. Pause. He's trying to get behind. He's trying to get behind you, and he's just gonna go to work once he grabs you behind your neck. He jumps on your shoulder. That's hard to defend against, man. And, and you and know he trains out there with John Jones. Yeah, well, yeah, we know John Jones is the truth too, man. man. You know, you know, he just he just had a couple of hiccups in his career. You know, he messed up. He could have been a lot greater. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, another. Well, speaking of like a, a Canelo, yo, he's he's at it this weekend, man. Going ahead and fighting the old man Kovalev, bro. Well, I mean, how you think that's gonna go down? Yeah, we know. Uh, you know what? I mean, this you could predict. You know what I mean? Canelo, <laughs> Canelo's, at, Canelo's at the pinnacle of his career. Certain guys, if you're a fight fan, you know when a certain guy hits that stride and he's just where he's at and nobody's going to beat him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody's going to They're not going to beat Canelo right now. Two years, three years from now, Canelo, he probably could be beat, but not when he's in his stride. And, you know, Kovalev's, you know, he's seen his better days anyway, you know? And I don't know if you saw the video of um, of Canelo doing that head work. You seen? Oh, bro. Yeah, my bro. man. I, I couldn't believe that. Like, yo, yo, it seems like after he ended up fighting Floyd, my man was like, all right, these athletic black dudes are something else. I got to get my head, my head movement right. Bro, that shit is nobody does that. <laughs> nobody, nobody can do that moving forward. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 less Floyd Mayweather shit. Fact. He's coming, he's coming at you face first. You know what I'm saying? And you there's nothing you can do about it. He's coming towards you. So when you get to a level like that and you're, you know, you're not getting knocked out, you're you're the one punishing everybody and you're at a level where you can move forward and you stepped your game and you worked so hard, you're in a stride where you're unbeatable. And yeah. that's where he's at right now. It, it does seem like that's where he's at. And as of right now, a lot of people got him in their top five and they're like pound for pound in boxing right now. Yo, I got him at number three. And honestly, the, he by far has the best resume out of all them fools. Yeah, who, who you got over him? Right now, man, I got Lomachenko and for me, Crawford and Errol Spence flips. But my man flew out of car, so I don't know if I can put Spence right here right now. Spence was my guy. I was a big Spence guy, man. I don't know if, I mean, hopefully he bounces back. He's a different kind of person than me and you. Uh, if I flew out of car, I might be on the shelf for uh, forever. Yo, he but, said, you know, I got no broken bones. I'm a savage. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a, they, these guys are different, bro. They're different. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nah, come on. I, of course, Loma, Lomachenko, he's the truth. You know what yeah. I mean? We know that. Triple G's a little over the hill. I think he's. I think he saw his better days. But, yeah, uh, Errol Spence. And um, my guy was Danny Jacobs, too, but he caught a couple losses. He's from Brooklyn, Danny Jacobs. I, I, I love of- Danny Jacobs, though, man. That, that dude, he's the man. Yeah, he no, he's the man. He he had a he had a great career. He had Facts. a great career, you know. Um, and arguably the flyest dressed dude in boxing. Yo, speaking of that, you see Canelo's gear. Yo, Canelo <laughs> been out there fresh. <laughs> Yo, he went. He went. He's stunting on. He's stunting on the black dudes. Yo, on, he had a. Oh, you seen him in the in the in a. I don't even know what they were. He had like polar bears all over his clothes, getting on a private jet. Yeah, yeah pol- polar bear pants, polar bear shirt. I don't know what that shit was. It looked like. It looked like um um. It looked like pajamas, but for some reason, that shit looks super fresh on him. You know what I'm saying? The the flyest pajamas I've ever seen. I'd rock the hell out of them joints. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So check it out, bro. You got a podcast coming. Um, What's what's it going to be about, man? And how how you got that rocking, man? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, the podcast is going to be... It's going to be a lot about crime faces, a lot about me, um, 
you know, everybody just hears me as the guy behind the videos and commentary for 60 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you don't really, you don't, you don't even know if I'm a human. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't even know that I have an opinion on things or I, I speak on things or this and that. So it's going to be me. It's going to be my two co-hosts, my man Cuz. He's from Canarsi, Brooklyn. My man Vin. Vin is an Italian dude, funny guy. And um, we're going to get into a whole bunch of topics. We're going to cover a lot of things. I got to get my podcast cash um how you say it charisma i gotta i gotta do the part you got it you got it you hey got man it. kudos bro. i appreciate you fam yeah i gotta build mine up i gotta build it up but what we're gonna do is i'm just gonna be myself we're gonna give you everything that you're hearing on the crime face pages we're gonna give you we're gonna talk about the fighting we're gonna talk about stories i got super duper stories people won't believe and up, yeah it's gonna it's gonna be definitely entertaining the only thing you know the only thing with, with, with crime faces is Anything that we put our hands on, I'm gonna make sure that it's it's fresh and and entertaining material. I don't want no stagnant, redundant, right. boring, same old stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be fresh. That's so, what's up, man. Well, look, I'm telling you right now, man. You, I don't think you got to worry about that charisma, man. You got it. I mean, it's not like you said. As long as you, you, bro, you're hilarious. Everybody loves what you do, man. When I, I looked through, I was like, yo, this dude got everybody following him, man. It's like, yo, that's crazy. Like, yo, you're really killing it right now, bro. Um, I can't wait. Do you know when the show's gonna start? Yeah, actually, we um, we. It's funny how it happened because we this shit should have been out a long time ago. But as we were planning to record it and put it out, people just kept contacting us and stepping in here, stepping in there. And, you know, for good reasons, you know, to advance the show, make the show this, make the show that, make the show bigger. So, yeah, so... After a little extra strategizing that I didn't expect, we came up with a strategy. And tonight, actually, we're going to record one of the first, probably like a, just like an introduction, like a teaser tonight. Fact. Put, oh, that's going to be fire, bro. Yeah, I'll put that out. I'll put that one out. And then we're going to come probably every Wednesday at least right now. Why We're going to have Crime Faces Wiretap Wednesdays. And um, that'll be something... That'll be a show, but it'll be brief. It'll be brief. It's not going to be a long show. It'll be, you know, maybe a little 10, 15 minute segments. And then that'll be once a week, every Wednesday. And then we'll hit y'all with like a longer show, maybe on a Friday or something like that. That's you know that's going to be dope, bro. Um, we'll check it out, man. Um, as always, say, oh, real quick, just, just to let you, like I said, you starting it, I'm going to let you know this, man. Uh, they say that 95% of podcasts don't get past episode 15. So essentially, you get past 15, uh, my dude, you in the clear. You can just keep on rocking. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Yo, I, I look, I'm going to be honest they with lose, you, fam. They, they, lose they, 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 they lose the gusto, fam. Like, yeah. look, cats, cats want to do podcasting for the likes. They don't want to do it for life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so when that happens, like, for instance, yo, like you gonna be right now. This is gonna be episode one fifty eight for me. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, man, we out here, bro. I'm trying to be the black and Puerto Rican Joe Rogan. <laughs> nah, you could do it. You got the work. You got the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? So we we working, man. So look, hey, AC fam, thank you as always for coming on. Um, real quick, man, uh, any parting shots? Where obviously can they find you? And again, bro, more importantly, man, thank you so much for doing this today, man. Oh, it's my pleasure, bro. Come on, Sergio, man. It's my pleasure. I support you. You support me. That's how we do things, man. Yes, sir. You get more bees with honey out here. There's a lot of haters, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that are, uh, you know, they see you doing good, and they they turn a cold shoulder to you. I'm embracing embracing everybody. You're a positive person. I'm positive. And uh, that's how you build it. Check the the Instagram. That's where home base is going to be, even though Instagram been giving me a little trouble here and there because of the Fights, but we're gonna pivot. Yeah, we're gonna pivot too. We're gonna have an Instagram. It's on YouTube. It's on okay. Twitter. Crime, crime faces on Twitter. Crime faces on YouTube. 
Um, it's gonna be a Patreon because apparently nobody. You wants can make to... it real spicy on Patreon. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. No, nobody on all these platforms. They don't want me to get loose. So if I, I need to set something up where I can get loose, and that's you know for the loyal fam. I don't call them fans. I call everybody fam because everybody is showing love. You know what I mean? That's so for the loyal fam, I'm gonna hook up the Patreon and. Um, and I said, oh, oh, I didn't even tell you, too. I think you would be interested in this. Let me know. We, yeah, we making um, fight gear, crime face fight gear. Be, oh. on, be on alert. We're going to have. Send boxing, me a link. I got it. Yes, absolutely. Boxing trunks, grappling shorts, boxing gloves. We're going to have the whole thing. We're going to have rash guards, everything, bro. And I'm going to definitely send you the link. I'll send you some. You know what I mean? Put it out there. Appreciate you, fam. Look, I, hey, check it out. I'm, I'm, I'll put, I'm, I'm going to rock it on the pod. Like I said, I'm actually starting a little uh, a, a web a web series. And I'll make sure I throw it on the web series, too, fam. Yeah, absolutely, I'm going to show love, fam. Dope. Sounds good, brother. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Well, AC, man, it's always a pleasure. Look, I hope we can do this again sometime. Like I said, after one of these huge fights, man, we all, we got to we got to touch base. Yeah, you know what it is, man. Just hit me up. Absolutely, brother. Hey, man. Well, hey, AC, man. Crime Faces, man. Check them out at, at Crime Faces, brother. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for joining me today on the Fight Podcast. Thank you, brother. One love, man. One thousand percent, bro. Be easy. Boom, there we go. That was my conversation with AC from Crime Faces, man. A lot of fun, man. I'm so happy that we had him and grateful that we had him on the show. Yo, his pod comes out today, man. So you get an opportunity, man. Definitely go ahead and check that out. Everywhere podcasts are available when it's released. Um, Obviously, subscribe to the IG page, which like he said, that's the hub at Crime Faces. Yo, a lot of fun, man. Really funny dude. And uh, I cannot wait to see what he and his team bring up next. If you haven't, like I said, had an opportunity to check out his page, you need to. Um, great commentary. Just totally hilarious, man. So I was really grateful to have him on the show. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing that again. Oh, and like you said, yo, the merch and the fight gear coming out. <laughs> You know I'm going to rock some of that, man. So uh, make sure you check out the page so you guys can get some of his stuff there at Crime Faces as well. All right. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. That's about all the time we have for today. Uh, This weekend, like I told you guys, there's a lot coming up. Canelo's fighting Kovalev this weekend, UFC 244, and so much more. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, yo, I will be here to break it all down for you guys. The Underground King is here for you. And this, as always, is the greatest combat sports and, uh, and culture podcast in the world. I am Serge Vicente. Thank you, as always, for listening. Remember, we're brought to you guys each week by Sage Eats. Find them at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 10%. And also, check out the Fight Podcast everywhere podcasts are available. I know you love the show. Make sure you're telling people about it. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you download. Make sure you rate. Five stars, please. Only five stars. Let's make sure we do that, man. And um, let everybody know this is the greatest combat sports and culture podcast in the universe. And I, the Underground King, am here for you guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. I will catch you next time right here on the Fight Podcast. Deuces! Deuces!